Hi, welcome to my podcast. This is Riley Stye, and today I'm going to be talking about social media effects, specifically surrounding kids under the age of 18. So I teach dance to kids of all ages, specifically around the age of 8 to 12. And I feel like more and more I see kids walk through the door with brand new iPhones or iPads. And I always wonder how different their childhood is and was to mine, but also what effect social media has on their day-to-day lives and specifically what social media will do to their future. I asked a few of my students, a few cute little eight-year-olds here um, in the West Jordan area to talk to me about what kinds of TikToks they watch and what kind of TikTok trends they follow. And it's actually quite cute and quite interesting. So let's listen in. Okay, can you tell me your name and age? Hattie and I'm eight. Okay, and what kind of things do you watch on TikTok? Dancing. What kind of um, dances do you know from TikTok? Renegade, Savage. A bunch of them. Hattie, can you tell me your screen time on TikTok? Um, all day, every day, besides <laughs> when I'm at school. There you go. Can you tell me your name and age? I'm Nola, and I'm eight years old. And what kind of videos do you like to watch on TikTok? Uh, I like watching gaming. What kind of gaming videos? Like Roblox, Roblox and Minecraft. Roblox and Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you like playing that outside of um, TikTok, or do you just watch videos? I just watch videos. <laughs> Back in the sixth grade, I got the bad grades. I was in love with my tutor. All of you do it. Back in the sixth grade, I got the bad grades. I was in love with my tutor. Of course, before chatting with all of those kids, I did get their parental consent. I just found it super interesting that a lot of them knew a ton of different TikTok trends, a ton of different trending songs that maybe kids shouldn't know. And also very interesting that Hattie said that she loves being in front of her phone. She loves having a high screen time and when she's not in school or at dance that she is in front of her phone. Really, these kids live through a screen, and that really is what intrigued me to make this podcast and really talk about it more with um, others in the community. So I was fortunate enough to talk with Stacy Worthen and her daughter Emma Worthen. Stacy Worthen, which I'll interview later on in the podcast, she is a counselor. Um, she works for the district now and is over many counselors, but counselors are around these kids daily, alike I am in the dance industry, but they are in front of children talking to children and getting to know them more than, say, I would just teaching them moves and dance steps. But before that, I did get to interview her daughter, Emma Worthen, who is a Copper Hills High School student. Um, very well versed in all things technological, so I'd love to listen in and hear more about what she has to say. Please introduce yourself to the podcast. Hi, my name's Emma. I'm 17 years old and I attend Copper Hills High School in West Jordan, Utah. Okay, Emma, so at what age do you remember getting on social media? Um, I would say probably around the age of like... 12 maybe 
Okay. And what is your main or favorite social media platform? My favorite is probably Instagram. Instagram. Do you remember a time where you, like, do you remember life before social media? No, it's hard to. I don't remember a ton from when I was younger, and I think growing up with social media, it's always been there in some ways. Okay. So what do you use social media for? Um, I use social media to keep in contact with friends, um, family members, uh, just as a form of entertainment whenever I'm bored or don't have anything else to do. How often do you get on social media for a quick second and get caught browsing for hours? At least, like, 50 times a day, probably. So, how often do you think that you're on social media a day? How like, many hours? Like hours? Mm-hmm. Um, probably four, at least, maybe five, depending on what I'm doing that day. Do you think social media has affected your day-to-day schedule? I think for sure. I think, th- like, the days I don't have social media or don't go on it, I find myself very bored. And I feel very just unfulfilled because I don't know what to do. Do you think social media gets in the way of um, your schoolwork sometimes? Yeah. If I'm, like, trying to work on homework or projects and I get on there, I can definitely get distracted and lose motivation to do other things. Do you ever find yourself, um, when you're with your friends, getting on social media? Or do you tend to put your phone away when you're in social Um, settings? I think... I do still check social media when I'm with friends. Usually they're on social media at the same times, but yeah, I do still check. Do you think social media has affected your high school experience? For sure. I think um, in high school, like, I don't know a ton of people and a ton of people don't know me, but they may, like, know my name or maybe recognize me just from following me on social media. And I think it's easier for me to know other people, even if it's not directly, like, having relationships with them. So you think sometimes you know people through school, not because of personal connection, but through social media Yeah, definitely. Like, I could name a hundred people from school that I've never actually spoken to in real life. Hmm. So do you feel that you perceive yourself differently on social media? Would you say um, you're a different person than you are online? Um, I think I'm pretty similar, um, in person compared to how I am online. I think I definitely think more about what I'm going to post, like, who's going to see it and will I be comfortable with these people seeing it, but I never post anything that isn't, like, true to myself or what I actually do in my day-to-day. So, would you, would you say you're willing to say or do things you wouldn't typically do in person? You semi-answered that. Kind of, yeah. I think it's easier to talk to people that I wouldn't talk to in person or reach out for something if I needed to for some reason. Um, any top influencers you look up to on social media? Um, I guess just like music artists. So like the music artists I like, like Conan Gray, Wallows, Olivia Rodrigo, like keeping updated with them. I don't know if I, I mean, I look up to them, I guess, but not like. I'd rather look up to people, like, in my own life that I have connections with as role models, I guess. But I definitely, like, keep updated on the different, uh, like, influencers I'm interested in. Would you say there's anyone you go to school with that you look up to on a social front? Kind of like how you look up to Conan Gray or Olivia Rodrigo? Um, yeah, I think 
I don't know if I, like, look up to them, but I definitely have a lot of respect for the people who use their social media platforms, like, for, uh, to spread awareness on different topics. I think I'm a little too nervous and self-conscious to speak about a ton of that stuff, but seeing people, um, feeling confident enough to share their opinions and, uh, kind of push for what they think is right, I can admire that. What kind of, um, posts are they posting? Would you say that? Um... I think a lot with uh, Black Lives Matter was a huge thing. I mean, I did post a couple things, but I don't think I felt as comfortable posting about it as some people may have because, like, if I'm being honest, I didn't take as much time to, like, look into it and know exactly what was happening. So I tried not to post anything that felt, like, disingenuous or something I wasn't actually knowledgeable on. Um, But with that, also just, like, with abortion and the argument between pro-life and pro-choice, like, I know where I stand. Mm-hmm. But I choose not to publicize that a ton. So just those types of things, them being willing to be open about it. How often do you find yourself comparing yourself to other people on social media? Um, Both, um, say, celebrities and people that you go to school with. I think it depends on the day for me. Uh, like sometimes if I'm just feeling... not confident but just like I'm not feeling super insecure like I can look at things and just look at it to look at it not to compare but there definitely are days like where you are feeling those insecurities where I can find myself being like oh I wish I looked like that or like what I would give to have a body like that or what I would give to be able to live a life like that or Mm -hmm. like a lot of influencers like where they don't have to actually like work a boring job like they just get to go and like I mean, I'm sure there's hard things to that as well, but, you know, that type of thing. So are you aware that some of the things on social media are perceived differently? Kind of like what you were saying, like, maybe they are portraying a different life, like they go on vacations a ton, but in all reality, they're posting the same photos from vacations for months on end, and or they are, you know, um, photoshopping their bodies. No, yeah, for sure, I think... Most people are aware of the fact that people um, present what they want to and not everything is like 100% accurate or 100% truthful of how they live their life or what they go through. Like social media and our profiles are just like we get to pick and choose what goes on there. It's not like everyone's just watching us do like our day-to-day life. It's whatever we choose to post. So do you feel like that social media influencer type job is something that you potentially would want to pursue? If my personality was, if I was a bit more outgoing or a bit more confident, like I think it's definitely appealing, like the idea of being able to just be yourself and hope, like hope that people would find you um, amusing and want to follow you in that way. So I think it's like definitely appealing, like the idea of it. But, like, realistically, I don't think I would ever be able to. Hmm. So how often do you see something on social media, whether that be, um, like, say, Conan Gray or Olivia Rodrigo again, um, they post something on TikTok or Instagram and you find yourself buying it or following a trend that they're following? All the time. (laughs) I am known for buying merch of a lot of things that I like. So, like, as soon as Conan Gray posts about new merch, I'm definitely buying it or sending it to someone like, hey, this might be a good idea for a gift. (laughs) So, I think that's very common for me to want to, like, buy what they post about or 
like take interest in what they're posting about. Cool. So do you keep up with the news through social media or an actual news platform? Um, I don't think I keep up with, like, actual credible news sources. Like, I don't, I'm not, like, following CNN on, like, Instagram or whatever. But I think I'm, uh, social media is probably the only way I really hear about what's actually going on in our world today. Um, yeah, I think social media has become a lot more common as, like, to use as a platform to spread, um, like, information about, world issues and topics so I think that's probably where I get most of my information so you get your information from um celebrities music artists that you follow do you find that they've kind of persuaded you a different left or right way um I don't think so I think most of the posts like I'm referring to are usually from some type of like informational account that's all about like making change in the world or whatever I think I like it's it may just be me but a lot of the people I do follow like influencers don't really post about any of the issues a ton so I don't really see it a ton from them but when I do see it it's usually from like people at school or friends so yeah so do you feel that social media keeps you up to up to date with current events I think yes in a way um it keeps me more up to date than I would be without it, but I don't like I don't count on it to be 100% accurate or 100% truthful. Okay, so a few last questions. How do you feel COVID has affected your social media usage? I think my social media usage has gone up a lot probably because of it. Um I think especially during quarantine stuff like that, like being stuck at home, not really having a ton to do, I've probably on there a lot more especially looking for like that type of social interaction I maybe wasn't getting in person um but then again like before code I think I was also using it a lot so I think now that I'm like back in school and doing my day-to-day thing it's probably about the same as before COVID but definitely like in the middle of the pandemic it was a lot more so how does social media overall make you feel um I think it It makes me feel more connected to people. I think I have more room to communicate just with how I am like at school and in person, I don't really talk to a ton of people or reach out a ton. So it helps me feel a little bit more connected or outgoing than I would be in real life. But I think there's also those days where it feels really overwhelming and like stresses me out um, and definitely like gives me anxiety. So I guess it just depends on the place I'm in in that moment. But usually it's beneficial to me. So do you think social media has affected your mental health in any way? I know that you, you know, you're in high school. So I feel like you and you've stated that you don't remember life before social media. Yeah. So going off of that, like it's hard to recognize what I would have been feeling without it. Mm -hmm. But I definitely think it does affect my mental health. Just. Then again, like, depending on the day and how I'm feeling, but it, like, it can be either be really good for my mental health or really bad. So you'd say some days it lifts you up and then on other days it's... Mm-hmm, and I think I find myself, like, if people aren't, like, super active that day, then I just feel sad because I'm bored and, like, not interacting with people. So I guess it depends what other people are doing on social media, too. But I think it definitely has an effect on my mental health, like, in either way. So, last question. Do you like social media? 
Yes. Yes. I do. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I do like it. Like, TikTok is my main form of entertainment. And Instagram, I like being able to look at everyone's posts and whatever's on my explore page. So, if I'm being, like, 100% honest, yes, I do like it. Awesome. Well, thank you for your time, Emma. Of course. So, I explained my next interview prior. Um, Emma Worthen's mother, Stacy Worthen, who is over um, district counselors, got to chat with her, talk to her more on her views of social media. So, let's listen into that as well. My name is Stacy Worthen, and I am the Jordan School District Secondary Counselor Consultant. I've been in education for 24 years. I started as a history teacher and an English teacher, and then became a school counselor. And now I'm the administrator over 105 counselors in Jordan School District in the middle and the high schools. So you've been in and out of schools. So with the rise of technology, how would you say social media has affected this environment? Well, I think that it's pretty interesting because I was talking to a math teacher yesterday and she said that rather than uh, fighting against the technology in school, what she's choosing to do is have the students focus on a concept that she's teaching for 10 minutes and then allowing them a two minute phone break so I think that um, what we're seeing is that it's a lot harder for students to stay on task and focus for longer periods of time. Um, also, I think that students are spending more time multitasking with their phones. Um, unfortunately, multitasking really isn't a successful way for uh, students to learn in the classroom. It makes it really hard to focus on key concepts being taught because they are looking at their TikToks or looking at, um, you know, their Snapchats and, and not really paying attention to what is being taught in the classroom. So I think that there are a lot of challenges that educators are facing right now, um, how to manage um, behaviors that, that are tied to um, electronics in the school, um, social media, um, and, and how to, you know, integrate all of these new technologies in the classroom so that students are um, engaged in the learning based on what they're actually doing every day with social media and their technology. So you would say learning has kind of shifted to this more technological-based form of learning? I think yes and yes and no. I think that there are still some teachers that are really trying hard to just, um, you know, teach to the core and they're not integrating technology and what you're seeing is that students aren't engaged. And so you have a lot of teachers that are really trying to be innovative and, and try to, you know, try to engage students using social media but um, I think overall we're just not really being super successful right now. Would you say that social media has affected kids mental health in any way? Oh absolutely. Social media right now um, has affected behaviors. Um, it's affected engagement, level of gauge, engagement. I think that 
a, a good example of this is the TikTok devious licks. Uh, we spent the first quarter of school in Jordan School District dealing with a lot of vandalism. In one school, we had $10,000 worth of damages in bathrooms. Um, in another school, we um, saw them completely close down the boys' bathrooms because they had destroyed the bathrooms. So you're, you're dealing with uh, social media trends that not only are distracting, but encouraging students to uh, participate in what what they call challenges, but really it's vandalism. And then you're dealing with the high cost of cleaning up the mess. Right now we're seeing behaviors um, increase. So um, in my, so my department student, I'm, I'm in student services. And in my department, we have um, one of our administrators who deals with safe school hearings. Uh, we typically would see in Jordan School District three students come to safe school hearings once a week. So three students per week. Uh, right now we've had to move up um, the number of safe school hearings that we're having. So we are now moving to two days a week of hearings and we're dealing with generally about five or excuse me, uh, 10 safe school violation hearings a week. And so what that basically is, is, is saying and what that's showing is that behavior right now um, that is escalating to a safe school hearing, um, that's increasing. Um, we're seeing behaviors in the elementary schools that we typically don't see until middle school or high school. Things right now are really challenging in education, in education. and I think that the social media um, aspect of things is really challenging because, you know, it's, it's limiting the number of hours students are um, on their social media, um, but also finding a good balance of what's positive and also talking to your kids about, like, what's, what's negative or negatively impacting their mental health. So you described these devious lick TikToks. Can you go into more detail on what that trend was? Okay, so what that trend was, was that every month um, the there was a, a challenge that came out on devious licks encouraging kids to do certain things. So for example, one of the trends was um, filming yourself, like taking something out of the school. And so, what we saw um, in, in one particular month was a lot of students going in and they would pull the uh, soap dispensers off of the wall. They would film themselves doing that and walking out of the school with those. Um, we actually had a student pull a urinal out of a, the boys' bathroom and take that, film themselves taking that out of the school. There was, um, at one of our middle schools, we had, it was make it look like a crime scene in the bathroom. And so they uh, sprinkled uh, Hawaiian punch powder to make it look like it was a, a crime scene, but that it doesn't come out. So all of that, the tile and all of the grout needed to be taken out and replaced. And so that's, that's what the devious licks. It was just different challenges that that would come across on TikTok. 
So over the years with students, have you noticed an upwards trend with cyberbullying? Um, absolutely. Um, cyberbullying is, is a huge thing and it's really hard for schools to address it because cyberbullying happens usually outside of school hours, but they're dealing with students. Um, and so a lot of times parents will come and students will come and, and you know, let us know that this is occurring and we have to investigate it and really try to address it. It becomes really challenging, really difficult uh, to prove or to show or to address it in a way that, that is effective. And not only that, but a lot of students really don't want to come and report other students cyberbullying because it... Um, it really isn't handled effectively and most students know that and generally it makes it worse. And so as adults in the school buildings, you know, trying to, to see what's being said on, um, you know, Twitter or, you know, Snapchats are really hard because, you know, that's why it was developed is so that things just kind of disappear. And so if we don't have those screenshots or if we don't have the actual, um, proof that that has occurred, it makes it super hard to address. So last question, with all of these issues that come about with social media, would you say you're still an advocate in regards to the apps and, um, you know, using technology in schools and the rise of technology? Um, I would say that I, I support it. I think that we need to do a better job in society of educating people how to use it effectively, how to set the appropriate boundaries. Brain studies show that really you should only be um, in front of screens two hours a day. Now that's total, that's on a computer, that's on a phone. Um, and so really trying to make sure that you're setting the appropriate boundaries and also having the appropriate discussions with kids. A lot of times, you know, parents are not really even talking to, to kids about how, how to use Snapchat effectively or how to, um, you know, research things or how to actually understand that this one picture that shows this person looking really happy is just a, a picture and a brief moment or it could be staged. It's not necessarily true. And so when when you are always putting out there that you're happy or that you look perfect or, you know, that this is what your life should look like, um, it's it's really challenging because that's not real life. And having those discussions with kids is crucial and a lot of times they don't happen. And so I, I do support technology and I do support social media. It's just making sure that you're educating your, your kids about how to appropriately use it, um, how to set boundaries around it. Um, and then also, you know, like with the Devious Licks, we had a lot of parents come in who were super upset because we were pressing charges because it was vandalism and the damage was expensive. And and parents were saying, well, it's it's a challenge. Well, this challenge was vandalism. And so it's a, a really good example of having that conversation with your kids. Like what you're seeing, it, it's not funny. It costs money. Um, it It's harmful. It does damage. It's actually vandalism. Those conversations weren't 
weren't being had. They were like, this is really funny. And so, yeah, go out and, and, you know, that that's hilarious. It's just a challenge. So I think that, I think that it's really good. I think it, it can be a really good tool. Um, I think that, you know, it's fun. Um, it can, it can lead to a lot of things like the cute, um, dances and, and all of those things. I think more and more we're, um, you know, we're becoming more connected with other cultures and seeing what's going on and communicating about, you know, a lot of these challenging cultural issues. I just think that we just need to have more discussion and more boundaries set in the home around social media. Great. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Stacy. Yeah, thank you. So just wanted to add in that I super appreciate both Emma and Stacy's time. Very, very interesting what Stacy had to say about the devious licks. And kind of back to um, when I talked with the little eight-year-olds at the dance studio, it is crazy how much TikTok influences these kids under 18's lives. Whether it be a cute dance trend or say a challenge as to pulling a urinal out of a school. It really is crazy how influential social media is to our day-to-day and to these kids' day-to-day. And um, I'd love to put more information and more analysis into how this is going to affect long-term mental health and just in general how life runs but technology is consistently shifting and changing and evolving as our humans but it really is crazy and I wish again that we could get more analytical but this is just kind of a bit of you know talking with eight-year-olds to a high schooler to an adult's perspective on social media, whether that be social media surrounding mental health, our day-to-day, if we like it, if we don't like it. Um, Social media really is such a big part of our lives, and that, again, is what intrigued me to make this podcast. I know it's a short snippet of a podcast, and we really didn't go into crazy detail, which is something I'd love to do in the future again and get some get some more experts' opinions and also numbers, right? Numbers are a big deal. Would love to get some numbers on it and some studies of brains, but it really is crazy. Um, I loved how Stacy said that people really should only be getting two hours of screen time. I definitely personally know that I get more screen time Anyways, so to kind of go into it, I personally do like social media. I do think there's a time and a place, and it does, like what Emma said, keep us in contact with people we wouldn't normally see. But there is always that um, comparison to um, seeing someone's picture on Instagram and, oh, they look really happy, and I'm, you know, laying in bed eating Cheetos. But again, that's not real life, and I do think that what Stacy was saying is that reverts back to teaching, right? Teaching these young kids that, again, social media isn't real life, and yes, there are social influencers that are making good money on influencing on apps like TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, but there's more to life than social media. And again, like I said, I'd love to go into more analysis and look at charts and data and studies of the brain and really see how social media is affecting more than just our day-to-day lives, but it's always going to be a part of our lives now. 
Um, again, this is just a snippet and just some opinions and everyone has different opinions. This is the social media effect and what I'm talking about today in my podcast. So I hope you at least, you know, learned something or enjoyed one of my discussions at all. Enjoyed the fun eight-year-old singing a TikTok trend dance song. But again, thanks for listening and uh, have a good night.